This is Jason Christoph. This is podcast 59 for, let's see the date, November 29th, Sunday, 2020. And today's podcast will be the top 10 COVID fibs or COVID lies. And I'm sure I could do a top 20 and I'm sure I might miss some. But I know people want to get to the bottom of the COVID liaria. It's really not that hard to figure out if you, you know, are outside the mind control. But so many people are inside the mind control. And we'll just take care of some little bit of housekeeping first. Uh, my self-sabotage school starts to, for coaches around the world, I teach people how to be self-sabotage coaches, not only so they can be safe and start like a side hustle or a full-time job online helping people, but it's important to learn the mind control. The mind control that people are, are under, the reason they believe there's an invisible boogeyman where, when no invisible boogeyman exists is because they're under mind control. And I actually teach the fine art of mind control, which can be used to make people better and evolved, or you can use mind control to make people um, stop growing and sort of live in a permanent childhood. You can use mind control for good or evil. And I teach people around the world how to not only get online and secure yourself against the tyranny by having an opportunity to work at home so maybe you don't have to get vaccinated to work at the Walmart warehouse. You'll never make it though because this vaccine isn't really intended so that you can go back to work and I know I'm kind of laughing and giggling at that but that's that's not funny whatsoever and that's what we're going to be discussing today and I teach the fine art of mind control so that you can take clients and mind control them to be better people and you can mind control them and hack their subconscious mind so that they can be abundant, they can be happy, they can be wealthy, they can be healthy. Also having an online event coming up in the end of January regarding people getting in shape and getting strong using the same mind control techniques and it's so it's it's about overcoming self-sabotage it's an expensive event and I don't have any details on it yet or no maybe I do I'll put them in the show notes if I do and if anybody's interested in becoming a self-sabotage coach so in the show notes you'll see uh, some information about the event, but if you're interested in the self-sabotage coaching school, just email me directly at jason at freedomfromselfsabotage.com and I can put you on my private email list for the self-sabotage coaching school. It always sells out very, very quickly because I can't really take that many people and you get to work one-on-one -on -one with me. And that's always really fun and it includes overcoming your own self-sabotage and me guiding you through the whole process. So it's always it's always a good time. And uh, if anybody's interested in that, let me know. Okay, so what we're going to do, I'm going to minimize the screen here. Maximize this. Go back to my notes. We have to make this as short as possible. And again, if the, with the show notes, if you're on a cell phone, I don't believe the show notes show up. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually make the recording into an article and put the show notes in the article this time so that 
you can always have the show notes. So when you click on this link, you're going to go to one of my articles. You can go from that article and listen to this podcast. And then the show notes will be right there. So it's a lot easier than emailing me if you can't find the show notes. I'll also put a link to all the podcasts if you want to start on the main page and maybe go through some of them. I th- Yeah, because if this is 59, obviously there's 58 previous ones that have a lot of information. And all the sources that you sort of need will be in the show notes. I don't think I'm going to... Fr- I hope I don't forget any. There'll be a lot of citations here. So I'm going to get my paper out, make sure I write down everything I say, because I never know really what what I'm going to put in the show notes till I start talking. So that we're going to do the top 10 lies, the top 10 COVID lies that really work well at producing what we call like Joe and Jane Coffee Shop or Karen and Kevin TV Watcher who believe what's going on. And it's no fault of their own why they believe so heavily in COVID because the human brain has been studied. There's something called the subconscious mind. It's what controls our behavior. It controls our beliefs. Our beliefs and our behaviors do not come out from inside us outward into the world. They're put into us from our external stimuli. The people who rule us are ruling us through this very well-documented psychology. It's called behavior modification. Some people call it mind control, hypnosis, or brainwashing. But everything on this list, the top 10 lies, the, the reason people believe lies is because this part of the brain looks for repetition. It looks for repetition because it's in charge of your safety, security, and survival. So it scans the outside environment looking for repetitive phrases or repetitive messages, repetitive behaviors, images, symbols. And it's really probably the fastest computing, computating computer on, you know, on this planet because what it does is it analyzes all the information it takes in through your eyes and your ears and it looks for repetitive themes and the reason it's so obsessed with repetition is because repetition denotes or represents that a lot of other people seem to believe it because if it's repetitive in the society it means many people are thinking it and many people are believing it and many people are acting it out this part of the brain really focuses in on the repetition because there's safety in numbers. The bigger herd is the safer herd. So unfortunately, the average human's behavior is based on fitting in and going along to get along and emulating and mirroring and copying what everybody else is doing, absent of moral or ethical review. So although the evidence for these top 10 COVID fibs are in the notes and they're cited all over the world, that these are lies, the average human in the way their behavior is manufactured, they actually don't care what's true. They don't care that, like, for example, number one on our list is deaths. There there wasn't any extra deaths. There have not been any extra deaths. And we'll put that up. I think, I, I mean, there's many examples of it here in Ontario. The deaths are lower. 
on average than the year prior when it was averaged with the year prior than that. I think there was just a study out of the John Hopkins University in the U.S., which is completely run by the cabal. But regardless, it came out with a study just showing there's no extra deaths in the U.S. this year. Like what kind of pandemic occurs where you know you got to destroy the whole economy lock people down when there's you know when there's no deaths no extra deaths what does this make any sense so even though this research is open you you can find it the reason yeah there are people out there that we call sheep or you know joe and jane coffee shop karen and kevin tv watcher they don't they're acting out their natural human behavioral uh, process. They don't care that they're being lied to. They just care that they say the lie that makes them fit in with the bigger herd. They're weak. So the humans have always been taken advantage in this way because of the people who rule us holding this information that humans can be uh, manipulated psychologically. And this has been going on a long time, actually, in you know the country that we call Turkey. It used to be called um, the media. That 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 the actual country of Turkey used to be called media. The play the people that live the, uh, live there used to be called the Medes, and it was these people in that area of the world that sort of first discovered. Um, I wouldn't say first discovered, who kind of made it popular in a certain time in human history that yeah humans can be hacked their brains can be hacked they're going to go along to get along and you got to use repetition repetitive lies always through authority through public announcements through public square um, plays etc etc if you are repetitive with the message people will believe it simply because everybody else is believing it, it doesn't have to be true Everything on this list, although you can prove that it's completely farcical and it's just a tsunami of liaria, the reason most people live it out and act it out as truth is because their human behavior is sort of a system by which you're afraid to be in the minority. And psychology proves that when the TV talks, the average person associates what's coming out of the TV with the thoughts and the behavior of the majority. So that's why the TV's in the house, and that's why frightened childlike adults, adults that act like children, I call them proteins, professional teenagers that live out the teenage lifestyle long into their adult years and even their senior years, that's why you'll see that they always have the TV blaring at their house. They're not trying to really entertain themselves. They're trying to distract themselves, but they love the news shows and the news releases because they're trying to get their marching orders and they're trying to get exactly what the herd is doing so they can blend in, say the right thing at the wrong time, avoid saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. And that's to them, that's what the TV is there for, is to tell them how to act in society so they're acceptable. And most people live their whole lives like that. They really don't know any other way to interface with the world other than fit in. And that kind of person you'll see has, you know, several TVs in their home, no books. 
And the reason they don't have any books is because why research? Why research and know things and be educated and enlightened when it doesn't matter? It doesn't matter. That sort of person doesn't need to research. They just got to repeat what's on the TV and then go about trying to live their lives. And that's why these holocausts and genocide, you know, these holocausts and genocidal events sweep through our society on a regular basis and sweep across this planet on a regular basis simply because this is what humans are like. They really care not for their freedom and put a lot of people put a lot of their caring and focus and attention on trying to be liked. Well, the people who rule us know that and they know and they set up a belief system where through their propaganda and the repetitive messaging to be liked going forward, you're going to have to vaccinate yourself. This is all about the vaccine. It's a kill shot vaccine. And they're setting this up quite nicely on a psychological basis, this behavior modification, so that if you don't wear a mask, if you don't social distance, if you don't take the vaccine eventually, oh, you're responsible for everybody else's sickness and all the deaths. And you can see how they're playing this, is the people that are going to die and get sick are the vaccinated and then the vaccinated who are sort of, they're not really egotistical, but they're self-centered. They can never think themselves as, as wrong or incorrect. They got a lot of psychopathic tendencies. So when they take the vaccine and they die, and a lot of them are going to die, I mark my word. And that's why they want to roll it out warp speed. This is why in the U.S. the program to roll out the vaccines, they want it, it's called Operation Warp Speed. They want to do it over a 24-hour window, which is impossible. So maybe give them a week or two weeks. And the reason they're trying to rush it is because it is a Holocaust event. And it's going to become very obvious that when the people take this vaccine, they're going to drop dead or get very, very sick. So they're going to try and take as many people out as possible. And they're going to downplay all the sicknesses and all the deaths is like COVID-21 or the new virulent strain of COVID. And they're going to blame the people that hide in their houses who haven't been out, haven't been to the supermarket. Because again, these self-centered people, which are most of the people living child-based existences in our society, they're not warriors, they're followers, they're not leaders, they're children. And they're going to want to blame anybody but themselves, which is sort of like a socialistic view, is that everything's the, the fault of someone else. So when these morons who don't understand how their behavior is manufactured from the TV, it is put into them by the TV, they are impregnated with their ideas by the TV, they will be wanting to fit in and go take the vaccine. The vaccine will kill some of their friends, might kill them. But the ones who survive in wheelchairs are going to be crippled. They're going to have all these weird side effects. That kind of person will blame the healthy, unvaccinated, smart person for their 
for their own moronic behavior, which is sort of where we're going as a society. Anyways, like the person who's poor blames the rich person. It's someone else's fault. It's not me because I sit at home, drink coffee and masturbate all day. It's the rich guy, that hardworking guy down the road, that fucking asshole. It's his it's his fault. And so it's we're, we're walking into almost like a health Marxism situation where the sheep are going to demand and pound on the door of the abattoir only to be euthanized. But the ones that crawl out the back with like one arm and one leg, they're going to be like, oh, those fucking bastards. Those non-vaxxers are to blame for this. Not me who didn't investigate the vaccine, doesn't, you know, believes the news. It's not me because I'm 60 and act like I'm 14 and I don't use the internet and I don't read any books and I just watch Netflix and I eat Cheetos. It has nothing to do with my situation in life. It's everybody else's fault. So that's where we're going. And th these top 10 lists, of this, these top 10 COVID lies definitely aren't true. But again, don't expect, like a lot of people will maybe get a link uh, from the show notes or find a link through the show notes and be like, this is it. This link will convince Karen TV Watcher or Kevin Coffee Shop that they're living a lie. Oh, well, go ahead, send it to them. They don't care. They don't care. They just want to fit in. So this is sort of about taking care of yourself as well. And maybe we'll do... Um, a rehash of maybe an older podcast coming up, or maybe the top 15 or 20 things you can do to survive what's coming, because this is what's coming. Um, I like when people say, my mask protects you and <laughs> your mask protects me. Well, when they take a vaccine, they're going to be screwing you because their death and their crippling, and the reason they're going to take the shot of poison is so that everybody down at the coffee shop likes them but then again everybody down at the coffee shop are going to be dead and karen and kevin tv watcher they're probably not going to survive either and this is very common if you don't think humans can be tricked into killing themselves well you never studied a kamikaze pilot and you've never studied psychology you can convince anybody to do anything a kamikaze pilot again killing themselves so that everybody likes them don't tell me you don't have any concrete evidence that you can trick a human to kill themselves just so that other people like them. There's a the, the part of our brain that wants to be liked and accepted formulates about 97% of our behavior. And if you don't know how to hack it, you're going to be in a real trouble. And that's what I teach at my self-sabotage coaching school. I used to do one-on-one -on -one sessions for self-sabotage coaching. If you ever want a self-sabotage coach, I can refer one to you. But this part of the brain manufactures 97% of our behavior. And yeah, you can trick it to kill itself really easy. Anybody taking a vaccine is under this form of mind control. Because they're going to be injecting poison and into themselves and their children so that people around them don't attack them or so that they get positive reinforcement. Very illogical part of the brain and that's why we always have to learn about it. It's very dangerous if you do not know 
that the people who rule us are using these repetitive messages that everything will go back to normal when they take a vaccine. There will be no flights, folks. <laughs> You're getting, that's the bait for the deer. We, we hunt deer in this area of, uh, I live in uh, southern Ontario. It's deer hunting season. We use corn. We bring the deer to the, the hunting ground over time by feeding them for weeks and weeks in advance as well. And then I haven't done it, but one day I might learn how to harvest an animal. I don't like that kind of spiritual contract, but we bring the deer close and then, of course, we, we kill them. But the bait going forward, these concerts, you know, Ticketmaster, you can go back to see Def Leppard and see, you know, the new queen with Adam Lambert as the front man. You can go back to all these concerts if you just take the vaccine. That's the corn, folks. Anybody falling for this bullshit is going to have a slug blown right through them, and that's called the vaccine. You're not going to a concert. You're not going to make it to the concert. People have to understand that Qantas CEO that is a chairman and sits on the board of the World Economic Forum with Klaus Schwab, the CEO of Qantas Airlines in Australia said, yeah, we're just going to crank the, the airlines back up. Anybody want to fly outside Australia uh, will have to take the vaccine, prove they're vaccinated. Yeah, that's the corn. Go for it. You're not going to get on the flight unless you're getting your body delivered back home. That's the only way you're going to get on that flight with a vaccine. And, and th this is all part of the top 10 list. So let's go over the list really quickly. The deaths, number one, there's no extra deaths. And it's very easy to prove. No, Joe and Jane Coffee Shop could research. They could see that there's no extra deaths. They don't care. They just want to say, yeah, I'm wearing my mask. Do you like me yet? Do you love me? Am I doing my part? Yeah, high five me. Yeah, keep your six foot distance and talk about be safe. Stay, stay safe out there. You want to hear a program drone bot? When someone tells me stay safe, I'm like, how safe is it that, you know, there's a genocidal campaign on Nazi-style euthanasia culling of the population by these ancient human farmers, and you're safe wearing a mask uh, that's, ba that's not based in any signs? That's safe to you. It's safe keeping your six-foot distance. Again, no scientific validity, no experiments showing that um, viruses can travel person to person over six-foot, four-foot, three-foot, two-foot distances. No science. And it, they're saying it's for your health and safety. Stay safe. Yeah, you're going to be really safe capitulating and taking a knee to evil. That, that, that makes a lot of sense. So again, there's no extra deaths. We'll put some, um, something in the show notes to prove that. doesn't matter if it's Canada, folks, or the U.S., or the EU. There's no extra deaths. So what they did, why they needed the extra deaths, and I've talked about them in, the, in I think, the previous podcast, they took, they told all the hospitals that they could get extra money through categorizing regular deaths as COVID. So if you got a Medicaid payout or in Canada, OHIP, 
that's in Ontario, I think. But there's Health Canada payouts for going to the hospital. Well, all the governments would pay the hospitals extra. If, if a guy died of cancer and they said he was covid well, then he, then the hospital gets a bigger paycheck, a bigger payout, even from the insurance. It's a big scam, folks. There's a lot of forces colluding here that are at play. So there wasn't any extra deaths, but they needed the, to fake the deaths so that each country in succession could declare um, a health emergency. So when you declare a health emergency, you're permitted under the clauses that get triggered when you declare a pandemic that you're allowed to use untested uh, diagnostic protocols that aren't regulated on the public. And you can also vaccinate the public with untested vaccines. And then if the vaccine kills or cripples a person, then there's no legal liability on the vaccine makers. So it's open season on the sheep, folks. Fire away if you miss them and kill another sheep. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And this is what's going on. With, so they fake the deaths to trigger the declaration of an emergency. And in the declaration of emergency acts in every country, the same corrupt governments had taken years prior to write clauses by which you can use faulty testing that makes pe healthy people fail and says that they're COVID positive when they're not. That's in the clauses. And then the vaccine makers are allowed to bypass regular testing protocols. It takes an average of 10 years to get any vaccine uh, approved for license or use on the public. And 96% of the 96% of vaccines that are, you know, th thrown through that process are denied. So inside, that's why they needed the extra. They, they faked the deaths. They're the exact same as last year and the year prior. In some countries, even lower. They're starting to rise up a little bit now because of all the overdoses and suicides, which are, but don't, don't worry, the government never talks about all the other deaths and they're not even going to talk about the hundreds of millions that are going to be killed by the vaccine other than the report it as being from COVID-21 and then because of COVID-21 it's back with a vengeance everybody's got to get vaccinated and it's like putting fire out with gasoline once the vaccine kills the first round of people that will go in voluntarily, then the corrupt governments say because COVID killed so many other people when it was really the vaccine, we got to force it on everybody else to save everybody else, the health and safety. So there's ways around this, folks. One of them is waking up. You got to wake the fuck up and get off your knees and do something. I mean, if you're still posting pictures of your Christmas shopping and stuff, you're dead. Because <laughs> you got to, everybody listening to this, everybody in the world, you're sort of responsible to wake up another 100 people. So everybody's responsible to wake up 100. And if everybody did that and had meetings or Zoom calls or do email lists or use their social media to just forward information you don't have to fight with anybody just put up a good question what you could even take some of the graphs and say why are the deaths the same as last year if there's a pandemic question mark 
That's all you got to do. You don't got to scrap it out with anybody. Just let them just wake up 100 people over the next two or three months, and hopefully we can turn this around. So number two lie, COVID doesn't even exist as a virus. Now, there's lies on top of lies on top of lies, which makes it very confusing. But COVID as a virus hasn't been isolated. So if it hasn't been isolated and people are like, what what do you mean isolated? Well, if you're a scientist and you basically call a meeting of other scientists to discuss a new virus, maybe you want a vaccine for a new virus, maybe you want a test for a new virus, maybe you invented a test based on finding a new virus. Well, to call that meeting and not be laughed out of the room you're supposed to have isolated the virus in its full genetic sequence because most living entities have very similar genetic sequences. Like, for example, the human genome is 99% similar to the chimpanzee genome. So that 1% on the end is really important to know it's a chimpanzee and not a human. Like, I'm not much of a scientist if I draw your blood and saying, well, there's a lot of similar markers here of chimpanzee. I think Jim's a chimpanzee. Well, that doesn't fly too well in, in the annals of science or the research community. You got to have the full genetic sequence. Even when you take a sample of, say, necrotic lung tissue of someone's sick, well, the bugs that infect it, like the, if someone's smoking all the time, what happens is that their lung tissue dies. That's what necrosis means. It means dead. So if you go into a smoker's lung tissue and you take a sample, you're going to have the dead lung tissue and then the organisms that eat dead tissue. This is how the, the cycle goes, is that there are bugs and their job is to eat dead stuff. And if you're dead, the bugs will eat you. Uh, they don't come first, by the way, which is another lie that we might insert in here. And I definitely will insert that, uh, that lie in there. But so you take a big sample of the necrotic lung tissue. Well, the bugs that eat the dead tissue and the tissue itself, they're very similar in genetic sequencing. So as a scientist, very, very important that you say, look, I isolated it. I figured out what was dead lung tissue and other bugs. I got those out of the sample, and then I isolated just the virus. And you know what? Um, and then there's various other tests that you have to run with the isolated virus. Basically, if you're going to hold a scientific meeting and say that you have a new virus, not only do you have to isolate the virus out of a sick person, you got to find a host and sort of implant it into the host that host has to have this get sick in the same way as the person you took the original virus from and then the sick person you have to take the sample of their lungs for example and then isolate the virus from them and then you're sort of allowed to have a meeting and say yeah i followed all these four steps which is called the cox postulate and yeah, I have a virus and this is the full sequence. Well, that's never been done with COVID. So if you've never isolated the, the full genetic sequence of the virus, you know, how are you making a vaccine against a virus that hasn't been isolated? And what kind of testing protocol? 
uh, can you manufacture? What are you testing if you don't have the virus? None of this makes any sense. The third lie, we've gone over this so many times, is the RT-PCR test. That is the test so that when they stick the swab up your nose for a virus is supposed to be airborne to the fact that you got to stand six feet apart from someone and wear a mask and slather your your ass crack with peanut butter, whatever they're telling you to do when you hear this podcast. So the virus is completely de- deadly and airborne, but they got to stick a swab all the way up your nose but to, to your, you know, your brain barrier in your nasal cavity. You got to do that. And I think they're implanting something there, but I got really no evidence of that. So we'll just leave that aside. But the RT-PCR machine is the machine that sort of analyzes that swab when it comes out of your nose. They prepare a culture. They separate, you know, different strands of RNA and DNA, and they multiply it. Now, the RT-PCR machine was handpicked, and again, these are, they're all connected. You remember back in point one, wasn't so far ago, but in point one, you remember when they faked the deaths and then they could use an untested vaccine, and then if it kills people, they're not liable, but it also allows legally to use untested diagnostic protocols on the public. Well, that's what the RT-PCR machine is. It's an untested way to try to diagnose someone if they have COVID. Now, again, it doesn't test for the virus directly. It tests for very small sequences of something they believe is associated with COVID. And this RT-PCR machine is simple. It's got a dial on it. And the dial basically, and you know, we'll put up some good articles and things and videos to prove all this in the show notes. But for, for uh, lack of a better description of the RT-PCR test, it's got a dial on it. And if you basically, it goes from about zero to 60. And I know that sounds like uh, we're drag racing here, but I actually think that's the, uh, the, the, the length of how far you can amplify. It's called amplification of, of the sample material. If you turn the dial to 20, no one fails for COVID. If you dial it from four, like 35 to 45, quite a few people fail for COVID. And then if you turn it to 60, everybody fails for COVID. So that's not how testing is supposed to work. And that's why this machine, so if someone's sick, it's their sickness, which is supposed to determine the test. Well, in this case, the test determines if the person's sick. And they call that a false positive or asymptomatic. Asymptomatic just means you're not sick. And, and this is why this group that are trying to euthanize and call and kill everybody with the vaccine, that's why they handpick this PCR test. They basically phone their laboratories and say, okay, the NBA players are in the playoffs test them, but turn the dial down to 10 so that everybody plays. And yeah, we'll get rid of the basketball players at another time. They're not going to be spared for the next season. You know, you're going to vaccinate the shit out of them and they're going to be dropping like flies and that'll really scare people. But for now, in the early, the early liaria stages, let's turn the RT-PCR dial down to 10. 
All the NBA players will pass, all the drones at home watching the TV. We'll get all the Black Lives Matter propaganda through the NBA players, and everything works out really good. Let's go to Melbourne. Let's go to some poor neighborhoods in uh, Dan Andrews and, and, and his coterie down in Victoria offered $1,500 for a, a, for a positive test. So in, a, in, I think, three or four very poor, low-income high-rises. And of course, what, folks, it's like the perfect storm. You're going to offer people 1500 bucks that don't have a lot of money. They all came out and they cranked it up. They cranked it up to 35 to 45, you know, I don't know, 5 or 10% of the, the people at this poor-income housing failed for COVID, um, you know, the false positive. And they weren't sick, which is what a false positive is. I mean, you know, it's like having a pregnant lady and saying you're pregnant. And then six months go by, seven months go by. You're not pregnant. It's easy to see that the test made a mistake. That's why you don't, whoever invented that test will be like, sorry, your test sucks. You know, you said these hundred women were pregnant in the first six weeks. We, we followed the pregnant women. None of them are pregnant because it's been nine months and they're just not pregnant. Thanks for trying to make a good test, but it sucks we're not going to use it. So back to the old Dan Andrews and Victoria trick, you know, turning it up to 35 or 45, failing people unnecessarily, locking everybody down. And again, it's all about the vaccine, folks. All of this is about the vaccine. And then when the vaccine comes out, they just turn the dial down again. Well, Jim's dead. Jane is dead. Uh, Phil is vomiting over his balcony at the poor-income housing, low-income housing. Uh, Janice hasn't got out of bed for a week. Well, let's let's go back and fucking test them. This is what the government will say. And then as the tests come back in, they'll just dial it down to 10 and everybody will pass for not having COVID. And then they're like, oh, it worked. And they did this in the polio um, epidemic too, is they kept telling doctors not to uh if there was paralysis from the vaccine you'd have to call it acute flaccid paralysis or guillaume barre or you call it ms or md or so they've done this before that's why it's so easy for them they've done it before so when the polio vaccine rolled out so many people are getting paralyzed from the polio vaccine, but then they just paid doctors, said you're not allowed to classify it as polio anymore. You have to say that it's acute flaccid paralysis. And then no one really looked at the statistics that the polio was zero and the acute flaccid paralysis, was, which wasn't even a category anymore, was in the tens of thousands. So they know how to do this. And this is what's going to, they're going to use, not only did they going to use the RT-PCR dial, to dial up the panic and dial up the fear, once the vaccine starts euthanizing and crippling people, they're going to go test those people and they're just going to turn it down and say, you know, I don't know what happened to them. They got MS or MD. Um, and they can, what the point to be made here, ladies and gentlemen, is they have full control of the outbreak at any time based on the dialing. And the reason, like, you, you can't use this test not even a test it's a machine you're not allowed to use this test unless there's a declared emergency go back to number one in order to declare the emergency and sell that bunch of bullshit to the public you had to reclassify 
the regular deaths and regular people from regular diseases. You had to lubricate and incentivize and monetize all the immoral order followers in, in you know, funeral homes and hospitals to categorize every death as COVID and they get stroked. And that's great because their 15 grand will still be in their account when they're dead from the vaccine. That works out perfect. And guess who gets their 15 grand back out of the dead man's account when there's no one there to co collect it? Well, you already know who, the people who organized all this bullshit. So um, number four of the top 10 COVID lies, this is not for the public's health. I'm, I hope you certainly understand that. Um, let's put it this way. Cigarettes kill 7 million people every year on, on this planet. And alcohol kills 3 million. And junk food kills 11 million. So that's 21 million premature deaths. Everybody dies, right? I don't even like those statistics saying junk food kills 3 million. Or junk food kills 11, sorry. And it's like, well, everybody's going to die anyway. I mean, life kills 100% of the population. The, the biggest side effect of living is death. So, and, and people act like no one's died before March 2020. They're actually afraid to die. They're afraid to die if they've never lived. But regardless of that sort of spiritual implications, you have junk food, cigarettes. <coughs> oh, COVID. You have junk food, cigarettes, and alcohol killing 21 million people on a planet that where I think it's about 57 million people die every year. So what do you think's never closed? The, the weed dispensaries, the liquor stores, all the corner stores you get cigarettes and junk food and all the junk in the Halloween's Halloween went on everywhere. They're poisoning the shit out of the kids. And that led to a lot of sicknesses and all the scary stuff. And that's some other implications, right? Is like you got the average person so brainwashed that nothing makes them sick other than a virus. One of my friends went on a, a, like a car tour out east in Canada he was drunk for, I don't know, two, three weeks in a row. And then he gets sick. And, and with the social, the health Marxism has nothing to do with his drinking. Has to do with COVID. He's like, oh, the COVID got me. I said, you've been drunk for three weeks eating Doritos and McDonald's. How is it that COVID got you? And because this is how it's going. The average person is so irresponsible, so childlike, that they have to have this out. They have to have this blame-storming story already. It can't be them that's destroying themselves. It has to be an invisible virus. And the government knows that the weak mind always picks the lowest hanging fruit. Again, point four. This is not about public health, because if it was about public health, you you would see them cut off the junk food, they would cut off the cigarettes, they would cut off the alcohol. I mean, alcohol is shown to increase viral disease, not that viruses make people sick. Viruses don't make people sick. Poison makes people sick. And then whatever we call viruses are just sort of, sort of like an exploding cell in your body because it's dead. So, you know, like the supernova, sometimes that we see like, uh, suns that run out of energy, you see them kind of explode. 
through various animations on di different shows regarding astronomy. Well, when you poison yourself with toxins and all these other chemical science poisons that we're familiar with, yeah, your cells die and they sort of start, they're necrotic and they fire off what we call like prions and bacteria and funguses. It comes from inside the cell. It's not like the virus attacked a healthy person. The person's sick because they treat themselves like a garbage dump. They treat them, they use their mouth as a garbage compactor, which again, the government preaches this zero self-responsibility philosophy that liberals and socialists really, really buy into that nothing's ever their fault. There's more to it. There's more to selling this indoctrination than just repetitive brainwashing. It's sort of weakening the public mentally to the point where, yeah, they don't really want to take any responsibility for their own health. And this sounds like a good enough excuse as any that, you know, I smoke cigarettes, I eat donuts, I don't sleep well. I eat non-organic food. I drink tap water with brain-damaging fluoride in it. When I get sick, that ah, shit, virus took me down. And you hear them blame other people like it was a bug. I'm like, well, then they blame, you know, Jimmy's son, Phil, was sick and gave it to me. I'm like, yeah, you're, you're drinking had nothing to do with it. A society this weak and this inept, this is why they're getting attacked. It's like blaming rotten meat for the maggots. The maggots love rotten meat. Evil loves societies this fucking stupid. They're like, we're just going to roll in and rip everybody's heads off. And evil's like, well, that's what I do. I pick defenseless, inept children, and I go in with my my the grim reaper sheath and i just rip everybody's heads off because they have their hands down and they're cheering me on some for some reason as i come in to destroy them and this is what's going on so this is has nothing to do with public health not at all i'm going to insert an extra one here let's call it 4a viruses have never been proven to make people sick um, they've done one experiment like this where they said, okay, do, do sick people make healthy people sick? And of course, they can't based on philosophical examination alone. Can a healthy person make a sick person healthy? Turn it around the other way. Like, can I take my good health and go into the hospital and, you know, transfer my health by breathing on a sick person? Can I magically make them healthy? Well, what makes you think that some sick person who eats Doritos and drinks and um, smokes cigarettes, that they can breathe on me and somehow their bad habits infect me? It doesn't work like that. It's being tried. I'm going to put up the actual experiment. They took, uh, I believe, it, it involved hundreds of people on both sides in a prison, by the way, and the prison population were taken as the healthy group. So hundreds of prisoners who weren't sick. You can imagine they're on the verge of sickness because of the way the government treats everybody. Uh, and this was done in 1918. So they took hundreds of sick people that supposedly had the Spanish flu. Supposedly the Spanish flu was very virulent. And of course, it was never the flu. It was never even Spanish. And we'll put that link up as well. That... The reason people were sick, 
I can't make this up, folks. You're going to have to read it for yourself. There was something called a, a typhoid and a paratyphoid vaccine that the government said to take, and everybody that took the vaccine died or got sick. Sound familiar? Well, so they take some of these very sick people that took the vaccine, they faked it, they said it was the Spanish flu, but anyway, they're really sick from the toxins from the vaccines, bring in these super sick people to this prison population and did experiments on them that wouldn't even be allowed today, but did prove conclusively that healthy people cannot be infected with disease from sick people. They, breathe, they would do experiments where they breathe directly on them, face each other, breathe, raid on each other for, for, you know, 30 minutes. And then they'd take a swab of the sick person's mouth and jam it in the mouth of the healthy prisoner. Can you, I don't even think you do this anymore. That's what's so great about this experiment. It's already been done. And then they, they, they put the swab up the nose and then put it in the guy's nose. Oh, it's disgusting, but they did it. And then they took blood. They drew the blood. Then they added saliva, and then they added the nose swab material to the injection. Can you believe this? It's great for us to prove that viruses are, you can't transfer sick. Sickness can't be transferred from sick people to healthy people. So they took the infected blood, supposedly infected, um, with saliva and snot, mucus, from the nasal cavity. Put it in a syringe, injected it into the prisoners. Who would even agree to this? But they did it. How many of the hundred prisoners got sick from all of this combined? You know what the answer was? Zero. <laughs> Absolutely no one. And so why does the average person today believe that viruses make people sick? Well, that one's easy because Hollywood is in on this too. We have Legend with Will Smith, World War Z with Brad Pitt, Angels and Demons with Tom Hanks, Contagion with, um, it was his name, Matt Damon. We have Outbreak with Dustin Hoffman. The only reason, this is Joe and Jane Coffee Shop leading us into a five-star first-class ride into the abyss because Hollywood is repetitive themes that programs this part of the brain, the subconscious, to believe things that aren't true whatsoever. And then they live them out as truth because everybody else is living them out as truth. The basis of human behavior is the way the people do what other people are doing simply because they're doing it. So all you have to do is fool the majority, and then that becomes the fact. Fact and truth are completely different. So... In the movie, all these movies are about viruses and they spread and they take people down and turn people into zombies. And the only thing to save them is the scientists that have the invisible equipment like the RT-PCR test and the magic and the voodoo with all the witch's brew and the vaccinated material and it saves the day. Anyone believing that viruses or sickness can be transferred to another healthy person literally, literally has their PhD or doctorate from TV University. That's it. It has no basis in scientific fact whatsoever. You can look at the study yourself. And the study itself is published on a, on a, in a medical journal website. It's not just, there it is, right there. You can't take sick people and infect healthy people. 
And that's the basis of what's going on. But all these lies lie inside of a lie inside of a lie. It's like a riddle wrapped in, in an enigma. And just from that uh, JFK movie with Oliver Stone. These lies are being weaponized layer after layer to take down and destroy Kevin and Karen Coffee Shop, who in turn is going to eventually destroy everybody. Because when they're dumb enough to go wait in line to get vaccinated, because that'll be the first wave is, you know, the seniors, those poor seniors. I mean, my God, they're, they're definitely after the seniors because they don't want the seniors alive because they take government money on the monthly basis. And they don't want the government money back to give to you folks. They want, they want it back to steal for them and their friends. So if you kill all the seniors, you don't have to pay them all their social security and you can just steal it for yourself like you know whoever's in power it's it's called an economic recapture so they're definitely going after all the seniors and the seniors are the most indoctrinated like these poor people watching tv their whole lives trusting the government that's what's going to kill them in the end is this blind faith it's a religion folks i mean why do you think in canada you got like the minister of health well minister is a religious title and he's, he runs the Ministry of Health. Well, the ministry is a religious title as well. No one puts these things together. And what kind of religion is it that, you know, approves? It's a death cult, folks. I've explained this so many times in the podcast. It's an old death cult. And you might want to go back to the podcast which talks about how to protect your children. I prove really good. that it's, it's, it's a religion of death and terror and panic and deceit. That's all we're dealing with. So we'll put that that in the show notes and many other things I've mentioned here. Uh, number five, in the top 10 lies of COVID, uh, we've kind of discussed that the concerts and the flights, they're, they're thinking the concerts and the flights are coming back on. That's the corn, that's the bait for the people who love their entertainment. And that's how weak they are, right? They're like, is it safe to you know, go be a slave and, you know, love someone else instead of myself and cheer on someone else's great life instead of putting time into making my life great. So that's what a concert is, right, folks? You're just like loving someone else, giving them the attention that you really need, giving them money that you really need. This is a decoration of an empty life, but that's besides the point. So all these, the flights and the, you know, the, the slave can't wait to get back to the distraction and they're so desperate it makes the magnetic attraction so much more like the slave is being without their concerts and their trips and all the other sort of decorations of an empty life for so long that they're going to be like yeah hey phil just take this vaccine yeah and you can go see Def leopard again and yeah that's the bait and then, you know, the hunter puts the slug right through his chest, and that's what's going to go on. Number six, the social distancing, the mass, the closing of businesses, they're all fraudulent. We'll put up a, uh, a link to Rocco Galetti, his official charge against all provincial governments in Canada, the federal government of Canada, and the municipality of Toronto, Rocco to, to employ Rocco Galetti, Canada's top constitutional lawyer, the retainers is a quarter million dollars, and you can run into the millions of dollars 
in the Supreme Court of Canada, and he's won cases against the federal government in Canada before. As the government is very uh, used to lying to the people, and Rocco doesn't like that that much. And he has 50, around 50 of the world's top scientists and doctors ready to testify that there is no scientific validity against social distancing and uh, mass closing of businesses. There's no scientific research on this planet that shows that there's no research done, period, where they've taken a person and said, look, stand with him, one foot of a person, two foot, three foot, four foot, five foot, six foot, and then the other person get as close as you want. That's what science is supposed to, scientists are supposed to do. If you're going to tell people that there's a six foot bubble around everybody, you're supposed to have conducted experiments to prove your point. Those experiments have never been done. If for masks, we're going to put up some uh, notes and some reports from Dr. Vernon Coleman, Dr. Raina Labo, uh, uh, Rima Labo, Dr. Sher um, Sherry Tenpenny. Master, so, folks, you're covering the whole that breathes in oxygen. I don't think you need a medical degree to figure this out, but since all those people that I mentioned just right now have a medical degree, we'll let you read over the literature. But if you don't really want to, proving that masks, they make you sick. How could they not make you sick? They're made of chemicals. You're breathing in the small fibers into your lungs. They've done research showing that the people, uh, this see, this is the lie on top of the lie. This is going to get confusing. The people who test more often for COVID are mask wearers, but COVID's never been isolated, and the test for COVID can't test for COVID because it's got a dial on it that just fails anybody that you want to fail based on turning up the dial. So those are things that are confusing even to say, that there's been a research paper showing that 70% of the people that are sick with COVID are mask wearers. So let's just even forget about that. Even like the closing of businesses, there are there is no scientific research anywhere that proves closing of businesses uh, makes disease less in any situation anywhere, regardless of any other factor. And Rocco Galletti, our top constitutional lawyer, you can see the charge he's set against the Canadian government in our Supreme Court of Canada with, with uh, around 50 of the top uh, scientists and, and doctors in the world ready to testify that there is no research anywhere on the planet for any of the any of the stuff the government's asking us to do. So that's number six of the, the top ten COVID lies. Number seven, the vaccine being ninety percent effective. Oh my god, this is this one's a lie inside of a lie inside of a lie. It's gonna be some I might lose some people here, but first of all, this uh, vaccine from Pfizer, they're saying 90% effective. So you got Jane and Joe Coffee Shop, Karen and Kevin TV Watcher saying, Oh, this is great. We're going to, you know, it's a 90% effective. Look, if you really cared about something being effective against disease, well, the human immune system has already been proven 99.96% uh, effective against what they call COVID, even though COVID doesn't exist, and even though you can't test for COVID because the, the tests, which include the antigen test and the antibody test, they can't test for COVID directly. So, you know, if you really cared what was effective 
you go with the human immune system. But of course, Karen and Kevin Coffee Shop, they're not getting that repetitive messaging from their God, the TV, the rectangle that, that hangs on the wall in their living room. They're not getting that repetitive message. They're going to go for the vaccine. And here's the weird part about this vaccine. I sort of just found this out. Um, the vaccine isn't designed to stop COVID. Can you believe that? I just found that out. I'm going to make sure I got to put up some links to that. It's not designed to protect you from COVID. It's designed to make your symptoms uh, less intense. And that number one, how can you test for that unless the person has COVID? Like if you were going to do a test for that, can you imagine the scientific experiment you would really have to do? Not the fake one they've done, but the real experiment they would have to do is they would sort of have to take healthy people, infect them with COVID, had injected vaccines into all of them before they infected some people with COVID. Some would have to not get COVID, and then you'd have to test the severity. Like it's That's what a real experiment would have to look like. It's so bizarrely intense. And of course, they never did that. They never did anything that would resemble uh, a control group and a, an experimental group where you prove that the people who took the COVID vaccine had le like lessened symptoms than other people who got COVID and didn't take the vaccine. You can't even test for COVID. How do you even know they have COVID if the test, you can't test for it? How do you make a vaccine against a virus you've never isolated in its full genetic sequence? There's so many lies involved there. But the reason, the reason this is documented and done like this, you always have to understand they're trying to kill people. So how does this fold in to their euthanasia culling sort of agenda? Well, it's easy because when they inject the vaccine and the people get sick and potentially some of them go to the RT-PCR and they turn it up for some people and say they got COVID, they're just going to say, well, you got it naturally. Because if they said it was against COVID, if they said it was a vaccine to make sure you don't get COVID, how do you explain everybody dropping dead and getting sick? See, folks, they got you. Got you again. Clever girl, as I say. Clever girl. So when you take the vaccine and you get really sick and drop dead, they're going to say, well, shit. Yeah, for sure. You didn't know. Well, no, the vaccine's not against COVID. It's, it means you'll get sick, but you're less sick. And, you know, the girl will have diarrhea running down her leg. Her teeth will be falling out. She'll sneeze. Her eye will fly out. And they're like, yeah, it would have been a lot worse without that uh, that poison that's 90% effective. And and when the human immune system is 99.96 effective. Folks, that this point is so insane, point number seven. But you can see them just loading the gun, ready for that deer to come and get the corn just put a slug, boom, right through their chest. If you're stunned enough to be fallen for any of this, you're gone. You're a goner. You're not going to make it out. And not only are you not going to make it out, you're going to drag everybody. You're gonna, your vaccine won't only kill you. 
It'll kill so many other people that don't even want to take it because your sickness and your death is going to be the media fuel to come get the rest of us and force us into this fucking bullshit because you've never done your research because you want everybody at the coffee shop to like you. That's how weak these people are. They're going to destroy the whole society because they're so narcissistic. They couldn't go a day if someone said, well, he didn't take the vaccine. He's not believing. he's, He's quit the cult. What an asshole. I quit the cult a long time ago, folks. I encourage everybody to quit the cult. Stand their ground. Get off your knees, people. They're coming. They're lying to you every step of the way. Number eight, and the top 10 lies, the top 10 COVID lies, the bailout money for the small businesses. I'm not too sure if you're aware, but when they bail you out, in the U.S., when you get the bailout money from the Fed, they take your assets and put it on their balance sheet, which means this is how it goes down, folks. They're going to bankrupt everybody. They're going to bankrupt Cineplex. They're going to bankrupt every company, United, uh, American Airlines, they're going to bankrupt Air Canada, they're going to bankrupt everything. But somewhere along the line in Canada or the U.S., uh, like my company's got given some money. And basically, when you accept it, you just accept it, it into your bank account. And of course, I'm going to bypass this because, you know, I'm already paying this money back and we'll be able to pay it back in full. But if you can't and you go bankrupt, well, then your assets sit there. So you imagine, let's say, American Airline, totally bankrupt. All the planes are sitting there. There was a bailout. It wasn't a lot of money, but it went to American Airline to make it fly for an extra three months. And then... When COVID's over, because COVID doesn't exist, it never even really started, what will end is the propaganda. COVID's totally eradicated. Everybody up. Everybody's dead, but don't worry about it. Everybody up. Whoever's left, the 500 million Georgia Guidestone amount. Everybody up. Well, who owns American Airlines then? Well, the Fed. The Federal Reserve in the U.S. is a private company owned by private individuals. The Canadian Mint in Canada is not Canadian. It's owned by the Queen and her friends. And when you get one of these, so basically they're going to bankrupt everybody and then say, hey, shit, COVID's over. We got what we wanted. Crank it all up again. But who? There's no one owns anything. Oh, someone owns it all. Someone owns all the high rises, all the condos, Even the municipalities will be given bailouts. And then private individuals will own every city, every electrical station, every subway, every condo, every high-rise, every supermarket, every shopping mall will be owned by the people who organized this whole bullshit pandemic in the first place. So there's holding people... Like, if I get a gun and go out and hold up an old lady for a hundred bucks, you know I'm going to jail. You know I'm going to jail. These people like Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos and all the other Satanists out there, they're literally stealing 
absolutely everything in the world, almost everything will be theirs. Everything someone else has worked for, they're stealing right now under the guise of COVID. Folks, wake up. Wake up. It's time. It's time to shut the TV off. Stop having the tranquilizing coffee and the booze and the junk food, cigarettes and weed. Back out now. Start understanding. Get strong. You might want to do my event at the end of January. There's a good, a shameless plug right there for me. Okay? Get strong. They're coming. Protect your kids. Protect yourself. Number nine. Um, people think the news is telling them the truth. This is unbelievable that people think this is the truth. Like, if you're watching CNN, you would have shut this uh, this podcast off. There's no way you're listening to this podcast if you watch CNN because you think the God, the TV, never lies to you. I'm going to put up, let's just put it this way. Barack Obama passed a law when he was president, and this will be put, everything will be in the show notes. And described as such. So it's not going to be hard for you to find it. Barack Obama passed a law that legalized using propaganda against the American population. Connect the dots there. Now, it was illegal up until Obama uh, turned that over. Now, it was illegal because, again, the people who rule us and some good people along the way said we know about the human brain it reacts to repetition. You can do the kamikaze-style stuff on people because this, this part of the brain is easily hacked through repetition, positive enforcement. It's called brainwashing, mind control. That's what propaganda is. It's repetitive imagery, repetitive messages, repetitive symbols and stories that convince people that a lie is true. And once the lie is true things can go really bad. Once, If you live out a lie is truth, like people today are living out COVID like it's real and it's a lie, destroying their own society. That's how powerful propaganda is. So up for the whole U.S. history of the United States, propaganda is like, they're like, we're not fucking using it and we better put it in, in the law because there are a lot of corrupt people like JFK Gave that, gave that famous speech, be careful, mil military, military industrial complex. It's, it, it's, it's like a serpent. It's everywhere, like a snake in the grass. And so Obama overturned that. So you, 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 think, you think, you believe in government, Barack Obama, the savior, legalized propaganda to be used on the American public. And then only recently, oh, Justin Trudeau did the same. He actually said we have to start using propaganda on the Canadian public. Are you serious? It, that's brainwashing. And they're trying to get everybody brainwashed so that they give up their cars and their RSPs and their pensions because the pensions aren't there. They're stolen. They're already missing. This is why they're doing this. They stole them a long time ago. They're not there. That's why they're trying to get rid of you before you find out that your pensions are missing. Okay. So I'll even put up a German reporter. A German reporter came out about four years ago and said, yeah, I was one of the CIA's main mouthpieces over here in the EU and Germany. They kept wiring me money to lie to the uh, European Union public for years. Oh, and three months after that, he's dead from a heart attack. I might as well put up the heart attack gun clip if I can keep finding that. That's their famous way 
to start getting rid of people. And that heart attack gun, of course, was uncovered in a uh, congressional investigation of the CIA. They're like, tell me about this heart attack gun. It's a real thing. The CIA is, yeah, we have a heart attack gun. We just shoot it at people. It goes through their skin. It leaves a little red mark, but you can't trace it other than that. And then they die of a heart attack. That's what your government's doing, folks, behind your back all the time. There was a high-ranking uh, government official, uh, retired from the CIA, said, whatever you think the government is doing in a bad way, it's so much worse than what you could ever imagine. That's what he said. So the news is not telling you the truth, and it should be obvious. Just like your government's not telling you the truth. They don't represent you, folks. We're not all in this together. They're getting paid and their jobs are secure, and they have no intention of you working anywhere but Walmart in a wheelchair. That's their goal for you. They're going to close all your options for opening small businesses and then try to get rid of you with the vaccine. If you happen to live, you can press some buttons at the Amazon warehouse, and you'll need the wheelchair ramp to get in. That's it. That's your. That's your. That's what your. Uh, submitting your children to if you do not get up and wake up and adult adult up and level up and remember what morality and ethics are do you like the fake ass christians we mark paseo talks about the fake ass christians do you not like if you go to church and you've gone for decades but you don't know what evil is you might want to Spend better time, maybe read yourself and investigate. Evil is live spelled backwards because our ancient forefathers and foremothers said, what word can we use to convey what's evil? Well, if it destroys life, folks, it's evil. That's why evil is live spelled backwards. Devil is lived spelled backwards for the same reason. If it's against living, it's the devil. If it's against life, it's evil. So, you know, you can't feed your kids. That's evil because they're taking away your job. They make up a pretend hierarchy where basically, you know, gyms have to close. And come on, folks, gyms are closing. Why would they close gyms as the first tier? Not only to bankrupt gym owners like myself, but of course to take away bonding they know humans lose their minds when they don't socialize take away bonding take away health take away the businesses destroy the real estate hand out the loans to the real estate own the real estate still bankrupt them like even if a guy who had a strip mall that's worth six million dollars if the government of Canada or the Fed in the U.S. stroke that guy 200 grand and he goes bankrupt, the Fed or, or the Can Canadian government, which are private individuals, that's the banks are owned by private individuals, they own the strip mall for, they own a $6 million strip mall for 200 grand. Yeah. And that's what's going on. And like I said, they, they never just try to accomplish one goal at a time. They're trying to bankrupt the gyms to, you know, get people desperate. And then they'll say, we'll give you some money. We'll keep giving you money, but you got to get the COVID vax. 
It's all about the vax. It's all about the vax. And then you'll be like, yeah, shit, I need the money. Yeah, well, you'll, you'll get your checks, but you'll be dead. And the people who set it up will stop your checks. And that's why they're promising the checks, because they already know you're not going to cash them if you take the vax. It's called double bind mind control. Look it up. Number 10, the lies. Number 10, finale. You're completely helpless. Is That's a big lie. You are not completely helpless. Get strong. Get exercising. Reject all poisons. It's a system of enslavement. It's a system of intoxication. It's a system of indoctrination. Turn off your TV. Stop consuming. You can't fight the system when the system is inside you. How is that even possible? You're going to drink the system's liquor you're going to smoke the system cigarettes and weed and drugs that they're proven to smuggle in to your communities. You're going to watch their brainwashing repetitive messages on CNN and believe that you're formulating your own behavior when, where, when every psychology expert on the planet knows that your behavior is put into you by what you see. Turn off the shit. Stop leading a shit life. Garbage in, garbage out. Start putting good stuff in your eyes. Start putting good stuff in your body. You are not helpless. Lift weights. Get stronger. Work on your flexibility. Do you know how to brandish a firearm? You don't have to be an expert. Are you buying things that don't matter? Get a bench freezer. Start stocking up on food. Make friends with your neighbor that has a fireplace just in case they pull the plug on the power, which they're famous for. Do you have any seeds? Do you have any connections to organic farmers or organic cattle ranchers or places where you can get food? You are not helpless. You are not helpless at all. That's the lie. Power up, adult up. You can do this. This evil is being on this planet. And it, you know, folks, if you study philosophy it has a right to be here too but not in the percentage that it is here currently it, it's like any time on the earth half the earth is light half the earth is dark so i assume darkness can occupy 50 percent of this world by natural design but what we have today is 80 percent darkness trying to snuff out the light. It wants more than its fair share of the life force on this planet. And it's up to you to remember morality, ethics, you know, go, you start a group, start preaching what morality is, what ethics are, what strength is. Reject the poisons. Coffee is the, coffee and alcohol, folks, and Netflix are your three biggest poisons definitely organized by the people who rule us. You don't have to take all this garbage. How do you think you're so weak? You're so the way the way behavior is is that if you feel weak, like when I walk in the community, if someone says to me, "Yeah, I heard you speak against mass." I'm like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, I, I do." What's your problem? Strength. Because I have financial strength, I don't care what he says. He doesn't affect me. I have physical strength. If he wants to fight, we're going to fight. I got no problem. But if you're weak, if you're weak, if you, 
you know, if your boss says something degrading to you and you don't have financial strength, you feel like you got to stay. And he just stole some of your power. I'd never let that happen to me or the people around me. And if someone said, yeah, you know, you're an anti-vaxxer, you know, fuck you. And I'd be like, yeah. And you never back down. You never back down because for what's right. And a lot of people today, they simply back down because they don't think they could weather a physical or financial attack from Joe and Jane Coffee Shop or Karen and Kevin TV Watcher. That's why I teach financial sort of abundance or easy ways to to make money, which I include in, in my programs for free as a bonus item. Shameless plug again right there. But get strong. You're not helpless. You don't have to fight someone like Neo at the Matrix. You don't have to fight a hundred Mr. Smiths. Do you even know how to throw a punch? Are you, are, are you strong? Do you lift weights? Do you have flexibility? Do you have some financial assets? And if you don't work on it, you're not helpless. It's time to rise up. Find your power. Find your strength. We're going to get through this. There, no storm lasts forever. Find your strength by first rejecting their poison. Eat organic food. Drink clean spring water. Go to bed on time. Lift weights. Make sure your posture is good. Work on the flexibility for the muscles that pull your posture into a bad position. Stretch those. For muscles you need to tighten up to pull you back into a proper posture, work those out and shorten those. Read the book, How to Eat, Move, and Be Healthy by Paul Check. It's a Bible of health. The lion always attacks the possum, never attacks the porcupine. Why does the lion never attack the porcupine? Because it's got defenses. The reason we're getting attacked right now is because men are, men are feminized, men are afraid of guns, men are weak, men are fat, men are blobs. Most of them anyway, not everybody. Let's get a men in shape. Let's encourage our men to be men. Don't tell a man, oh, I don't want to get in the house. Well, you're going to really regret that soon, trust me. You tell your man, you get out there. You get some weapons in this house. You make sure they're stored safely, but you get some weapons in this house, you get in shape. You become stronger. Encourage them. Turn off the TV. Get the alcohol out of the house. Get the junk food out of the house. Start gaining your strength. You can't farm lions, only lambs. It's time to lion up. Let's get these hyenas out of the pride land once and for all because they're running the show and it's time the lions return. Jason Kristoff signing off.